You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our colleagues from the Your Story Travel Company, Gina and Sarah. We hope that you're all safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 584, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be sharing with you all of the latest Disney rumors and news to try and help your week be more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our story guides would be glad to help. Visit yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. If you're thinking about going to Disney in the future, a small refundable deposit will hold your trip. Just contact us today. So last week we reported that effective January 1st, 2022, Disney was not going to be offering the Magical Express shuttle system from Orlando International Airport to the Disney resorts. And we had quite a long conversation and it was very sad for all of us. And I don't think the sadness has really stopped this week at all. I I keep still seeing people tagging on other things about it. I've seen uh, vlogs about it. It's it's a big thing. So um, the system was actually hired out from Mears you know, ears with an M in front. And Mears said that they plan on continuing this system, but it just is not going to be in conjunction with Disney. And they didn't let us know the cost at this time. And there are other options, of course, taxi and Uber, but they wanted to let us know that they are going to continue that system. Now, with it not being in conjunction with Disney, I don't know if that means that they're going to have their little videos or anything like that, or if they'll have rights to that. Who knows? Maybe they can work out a system with Disney. Um, also starting in 2023, there will be a high speed rail train that's going to be available from Orlando international to Disney Springs. But again, then you have to get from Disney Springs to your resort. So, and you have all of your luggage with you. Correct. That you also have to get so from my place question to place. Is, is, are they going to change those buses at Disney Springs to where it has where you can put the luggage underneath it? They didn't say that part at all. And I mean, they still have two years, obviously. Maybe Disney will recoup some of themselves and they will reconsider Magical Express or they'll reconsider what they're going to do because they are going to have so many guests showing up at Disney Springs with luggage. 2022, there's going to be nothing besides Uber and taxi? Correct. Like, yep, as of right now, that's Ooh. it. Then is that train going to gonna cost as well to get to disney springs i mean did not you, say. Gotta, you gotta look at that too yeah well in, unless they offer it as some sort of incentive i mean this is just conjecture but um you know if it was part of your being a resort guest like you could get on the train and then get to disney springs and then maybe they have buses set aside to take you but to your resort i don't know how that would work it seems like a transportation logistical problem to be solved in the future or now but um as far as i know the train would have nothing to do with disney it's just that it would have a stop at disney springs correct yeah i just feel like this is a big mistake on disney's part but and maybe they'll have to rethink it i mean again we don't know what powers that be are making these big decisions to cut so many things so fast I mean, part of me thinks it's the hit from COVID. Honestly. Oh, sure. I mean, with California not being able to open at all, 
for a whole year. It's yeah, I think it's a combination of COVID as well as this is a chance for Disney to kind of reset on certain things that maybe they've wanted to get rid of for a while, but there hasn't been an opportunity to do that. And now this is giving them the chance to do away with things that they've just wanted to do away with for a long time. They just have to be careful because you don't want to take away too much magic. Oh, yeah. And you don't want to take away the incentive to stay at a Disney property. Correct. No, honestly, right now, I think they are. I, I think they're not. They're taking a lot of the incentive away from people. And they have all these resorts that aren't even open yet. It seems like it would be better PR to, you know, you take a little, but you give something back. And there's right. been no giving back. It's just been taking away. And that right. hurts when you're going somewhere so magical it's it's a you know a punch in the gut so magic kingdom park passes are completely booked up for the 50th anniversary which is october 1st um if you want to go to our um to magic kingdom on october 1st if you are an annual pass holder that was booked way back in november um, and now disney pass holders disney resort guests and theme park ticket holders are also booked but of course, you want to just go ahead and check back frequently because a lot of people have booked their trips in hopes that COVID, um, COVID will be different in October. And I mean, we say it on the show, small refundable deposit will hold your stay. So these people are booking their trips, they're doing that deposit, and then they're making their decision later on whether or not they go. So if you're wanting to go to Magic Kingdom, I would not say lose all hope. Um, hopefully you do have a travel agent who will constantly be checking back and we'll see if it suddenly becomes available again and then they can book it for you or you could continue to check back frequently and as long as you have your reservation you can always change it um, but as of now october 1st is booked for magic kingdom so some good news the construction walls are down around remy's ratatouille's adventure the walls have been replaced by the removable hedges that Disney uses when they are trying to block the view of things that are not so magical. <clears throat> Disney has still not released an opening date for this new ride that is in the France Pavilion, but it is exciting that we can see more and it makes a little makes it a little more real and that we're able to see, you know, some of the actual ride. Yeah, I'm looking forward to taking pictures of that. I will be doing I'm really that. hoping it'll be open by the time we go. Sarah's still holding out for the summer. She thinks they're holding it out. I'm feeling May. <laughs> Not quite summer, but... It'd be nice if it was at least like a like a soft opening or something. Where yeah, just let us try it. It will we'll help them out. <laughs> we'll be the testers. <laughs> so new barriers have been added to the monorail in order to allow up to four parties to be seated in each car. Until these were installed, only two seated parties were allowed in a car. So I'm trying to imagine this in my head, but if there's four barriers, would there be two standing parties and two seated parties? Or okay, how would so it work? You know how the two benches are on either side? We mm -hmm. were on one one time we were in there by ourselves because they just put us in our own car because there was nobody there that day. Um, but on each of the seats, there's nobody standing on any thing on any monorail that we saw. So the two seats are here. In between the two seats, there's a barrier. There's just a plastic barrier that they um, use zip ties 
on the metal holding bars that people used when they did stand, that's what's holding those in place. There's like, um, it's actually like thick plastic that the um, male people used when they sort the mail, one of those mail carriers, because it's it kind of looks like plastic cardboard where you can see like the holes, but that's what that piece of plastic was that they put between them. And then it had it's like a T that they put and then they connected it. So it's just so that they can have two, 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 two. But I mean, there are couples that come there by themselves, but mostly it's families, especially sure. this time. But yeah, that'll make it easier. So have we heard when they're possibly going to be letting it go to Epcot? They have not. I, I did check that the other day because I know you and I are both. Oh, it's driving me crazy. <laughs> I really don't want to take a bus if I'm not close. Do you know well, what I mean? That's what, well, Brad said he thinks it's wrong and they should be giving you guys some kind of discount if you book those resorts intentionally knowing that they take a monorail. That you can't get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, the only way we can use is the one that goes to Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. Right. Which will still be cool. Right. So there is some exciting news if you're a fan of the contemporary. Um, we've heard that room refurbishments are coming to the resort. Disney is giving some love to the contemporary resort from April to September 2021 in preparation for the 50th anniversary. Remember that refurb dates always change um, and it could also affect the amount of available rooms. Disney hasn't released what type of refurbi- refurbishments are being done but we are anxious to see what they do. My guess, since this is sort of a shorter time frame compared to, for example, what's going on at the Poly right now, is this that this would be a kind of a soft goods refurb. So things like linens and furniture and carpet, maybe not mm-hmm. total re- room redos. So right, you know, we'll let you know when we find out. That was my thought process too, Sarah, because I'm like, there's not time to like paint and gut out like they're doing the Polynesian and I don't even know if we got to tell you guys that when we were on the monorail they always try to block that stuff like we said like with the hedges and stuff we Joey and I saw a room and it was completely gutted but we could see it from the monorail and Joey goes I don't think we're supposed to see that (laughs) um, somebody didn't think about that (laughs) have y'all seen the pictures so on my next family trip we've been thinking about staying at Wilderness Lodge and it looks like they're doing reef like big total re- room redos at the Wilderness Lodge. Huh. Have you seen the pictures? No, I need to look at that. Mm-hmm. They redid, I'll see if I can pull up a picture and show you, but they redid, um, I think they started, this is just the hotel side, not Copper Creek or Boulder Ridge, but um, so it's just the hotel rooms. They started with club level and I think they're working their way down, but there hasn't been a lot of information out there about it, but the rooms are completely different looking. They're Whereas before they had carpet um, and it was more darker wood tones. It's still wood, but it's a lot lighter wood tones. Um, The clean white linens and there's a cool like 3D wallpaper in the background. As I try to pull up a picture that's being super duper slow. Of course. Of course. That always does. What I was going to say was I noticed that when we made our reservations for the contemporary, there was nothing available inside the main building. Every only thing that was available was in the garden wing. Oh, so I don't know if they're just because of COVID, they're not having people stay in the main building or what. All right. So I don't know if y'all can see this, but that is like the wallpaper behind Ooh. the bed. 
and a wow. headboard that is like a faux leathery material with like a branch pattern in it. <laughs> it's pretty neat, um, but very different from what was there. That looks like our room, kind of, not the wallpaper, but the bed in Coronado when we went last year, it had been refurbed. Yeah, sorry, terrible picture. But they do have um, some, there's a video on YouTube. You can look that up yourself. That'd be cool. <laughs> Vicky will be all on it. She loves her YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was, even during girls weekend, they, they want to watch football. And I'm like, I'm sorry if you're a football fan, so please don't be offended by that. But mm -hmm. it's not my big thing. And I thought, this is girls weekend. We're watching football. So I just, <laughs> I just put in my head. I didn't say anything because we got to go watch girly movies all weekend. So I just put my headphones in and watched some, I caught up with some of my vloggers while they were watching football. Cause I'm like, this is not my deal. Great. So great news in my opinion. And I'm sure Brad will say so too. He doesn't know this cause I wasn't home this weekend, but the people mover was spotted moving multiple times this week at the magic kingdom. Many vloggers and media people reported on it. So I feel really strongly about it. Supposedly this ride, um, well, the ride that we know has not been open since March, 2020 is going to open on January 31st. Now, if they have to move it just a little bit, I'm okay. But Gina and I need it open by the time we get there. Then yeah, because I have never rode it. What? I have never been on it. No. Nope. Oh my goodness. Never yes. been on it. I need to meet you there and ride it then because I want to see Ooh, your face. We're going to be there the same day. That's what I'm say? saying. Yes. So we need to meet at the People Mover and ride it if it's open. Okay. Um, but every announcement gets more and more exciting for us because um, I know we're super excited about going on it. And I didn't remember you saying you'd never been on it. So I definitely want to ride it with you. Never been on it. Because it's so cool. It's just one of those, right? That's what Brad keeps saying. Open it back up. No, I think the extra prices. We, we always did the boat instead the Liberty Bell uh -huh. instead of the People Mover because that was like my family's thing. We always rode the Liberty Bell. And now I can't ride it. <laughs> so you have to ride no the water. people mover. So darn it, Magic Kingdom, get busy. <laughs> <laughs> More exciting news. A second barge from the new Harmonious Nighttime Show that's coming to Epcot was put in place this week in the World Showcase Lagoon. This is the second of the two smaller barges for the new show. There will be two more smaller barges placed before the huge centerpiece barge is put into place. These barges are blocking the view to the World Showcase from the orb side of the park, but when they are completely in place, there will be a beautiful waterfall um, in the daytime. We can't wait to see all of this. I know the renderings look awesome, but right now I can see why people are frustrated that it's... Yeah, the barges themselves are not pretty to look at. They're eyesores. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just put it that way. <laughs> but you would think Disney, but then it would block it completely. But I'm surprised they don't have walls all the way around because they don't like people watching the construction of things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There is a new exhibit at Epcot in the American Adventure Pavilion. The Soul of Jazz, an American adventure, will be there in February. It will take you through the story of jazz, through the history of the genre, and it will inspire by the new Pixar film, Soul, that was released on Christmas Day. I'm anxious to check that out. As soon as you said jazz, I was like, oh, Soul. I, <laughs> that's what I thought, too. Have you all seen the movie yet? Yes. yes. I loved the it. The kids watched it without me. Yes. <laughs> I watched it without the kids. <laughs> they should probably watch it again. I liked it, and I don't know if you heard that week's report or not, Zara. I they liked it. They don't want to see you. 
Brad and <laughs> the cat said, yes, they do. Can you hear um, him? She's purring really loud. <laughs> no. Um, Brad and Joey really liked it. My mom and I were, you know, it's just not our favorite one. But again, I feel like the more I watch some of the films, uh, the Pixar films, then I see things and I begin to, you know, how you begin to grow likeness for it. That's how I was with Inside Out. The first time I saw it, I thought it was cute, but I wasn't. But now I really, really like it. And we use um, those different emotions as things that we do for our character education program at school. So it's pretty helpful. I love that movie, too. Yeah, it's a good one. So the Star Wars Hotel is not yet open. We um, A couple months ago, we let you know that Sneak Peek Picks had been released. Um, this week, President Jeff Valley gave the media a real live tour of the rooms. This hotel, the Galactic Star Cruiser, is set to open this year, also in time for the 50th anniversary. So I looked at some pictures that the media put up, and the standard room looks fairly spacious. It has, I can't tell if it's a queen or a king size bed. It almost looks like a king, but I'm imagining it's a queen. And then you have bunk beds. And then there's a bed that you pull down from the wall, like you see at some of the other Disney resorts. So it can sleep five, but- what do you think of those bunk beds? That's my, I wanna get your thoughts. I can't tell if it's an optical illusion that they look so tiny or the if they're actually that small. The video I saw, they looked as tiny as we all were thinking, which means okay. like if Steph went there with her two little kids, that would they'd work. They'd be fine. They'd be right. fine for now. But once like they- Like my kids couldn't fit in. Right, exactly. So yeah. it would have to be kids, they'd 10 and under, I guess. Probably. So, and I'm sure, I don't know if we've talked about the cost before, but what I've seen with that is I hope you're saving your pennies yes. if you plan to stay at this hotel because the, the the stays, it's more like a cruise, right? We've talked about how this experience might be more like going on a cruise ship and a two night, three day stay, which I believe is your option, your only option, don't quote me on that, um, would cost five people $7,200. Yep. Whoa. That's what yeah, the bus driver told us last year. Let me say that again, people. $7,200 for a two-night, three-day stay. Yikes. Yeah. yeah, no, my family's not saying that. Yeah, we will be opting for something else. And I don't know with the way this is set up, if this, I, I don't think this is a resort that you'll just be able to walk visit. into. Yeah, I don't think visit. so. Visit. Like you can go to the contemporary and, you know, have I guess if you have a reservation to a, a restaurant within there, then I guess that you could. But yeah, those people are paying for that experience for sure. The bus driver did tell us, he said, I hope you guys are saving um, up now for when this opens because um, my whole salary for a year would have to be so I could stay there or something. Ooh. He was joking around. <laughs> yes. What were you going to say, Stephanie? Because you said, can you imagine going to Disney? Oh, I was just going to say, can you imagine if you spent all that money to go and stay in those rooms but you didn't realize that the beds were too small to actually have your children fit oh, in them. I'd be so upset. I would be too. I'm curious, do you think that the timing of having this opening so much later than when Galaxy's Edge opened is 
bad for business in a way? Or do you think there would have been more people? I mean, I'm just curious. That's a huge amount of money for two nights and three days. There's no way my family would do that. And we love Star Wars. Right. But um, you know, do you think there would have been more momentum for it if it had opened along with Galaxy's Edge? I think they're trying to rebuild the momentum. Yeah, yeah that's what I think I too. There, there. I think it was intentional for like a second win. Like, get so you came and you made sure you made your Disney trip and you got hooked that first time. Now you need now to go back and this. experience this. But our family is going to want to do that with the expense. I mean, I'm sure these, you know, like doctors' families and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. They can afford to do that stuff. But peons like us, we <laughs> can't. I know I can't. I mean, even with, you know, being a travel agent and getting the CLIA discount, there's no way I would still pay that money. It's uh, going to be interesting yeah. to see. So Disney Cruise Line is canceling all their cruises through March 2021. Disney has stated that Disney will probably be the last thing to return to the cruising operation. So we probably should be expecting some more cancellations um, at this point. Now, last year in May, we we probably wouldn't be saying that, but... We've seen too many of them now, so we just want to prepare you that if you have a cruise booked, there's a good chance it could still get canceled. Um, If you've already paid in full, which we've encouraged you to do from the very beginning, Disney will give you 125% credit toward a new cruise before May 31st, 2022. Or you can get a full refund if you choose to, but that 125% credit is a pretty sweet deal. And (laughs) if your your cruise wasn't paid in full, you will automatically receive a refund for the amount that you put in for the cruise. So the Disneyland annual pass holder program is being discontinued. This includes the Disney Premier Passport, which gives the pass holders access to both Disneyland and Disney World. They're developing new membership options which will be announced at a later date. Current pass holders will be receiving refunds in the next few days. This choice was made due to the pandemic, the uncertainty of it, as well as safety precautions and restrictions. Premier pass holders will still have choice of Disney World Parks through March 31st of 2021. Disney World Premier pass holders will have to renew into a Disney World pass holder, and you can do this through April 30th of 2021. If you don't do it by April 30th, you're going to lose your annual pass altogether. Which didn't seem fair to me. Y'all, I was blown away when I heard this news. So many people are upset about it. I mean, Disneyland is such a locals park. Most of their business is from locals and not Mm -hmm. from tourism. And that they are canceling annual passes they'll program sunsetting it i think was the the word that disney used that's just that's big and i can only imagine how upset these people are and i I mean they say that the choice was made due to the pandemic but the pandemic at some point will go away what are you going to do then well they're saying there's going to be a ticket each day they said there's going to be other options, so I'm trying to keep my mind on the positive side, but we've seen so much negative, it is hard to do that. Yeah. Annual pass holders that held active passes since March 14, 2020 in Disneyland will continue to receive discounts depending on your pass type. 
at Disney, at Downtown Disney and Buena Vista Street. From January 18th through February 25th, pass holders receive a 30% discount at select Downtown Disney and Buena Vista Street stores Monday through Thursday. I appreciate that they're doing that, but why do they have to put a Monday through Thursday cap on it? Is that- I know, especially when some people are working Monday through Thursday, they can't get there, you know? Then they don't have, then they're giving the discount, but they don't have to give it so much. So they're not yes. hurting themselves. <laughs> so California people take a day off, take a vacation day. <laughs> That's right. Discount. Go get your 30% off. <laughs> so I do think this next story is kind of cool. Disneyland was announced as Southern California's first mass vaccination station site. Disneyland will serve as one of five of California's mass vaccination locations. It's not the opening that Disney fans were hoping for, but California is putting all that empty space to good use. Um, I saw some pictures and it's a big space that can, looks like it can get a lot of people through at once. So if it's not gonna be open for Disney, purposes then why not giving people a shot in the arm and i guess disney will get some sort of compensation for this i think so probably from the government (laughs) yeah which they need since they've been closed for yes they do need forced to be closed for such a very long time right i don't think any of us ever thought no that they would be closed a whole year no not at all so sprinkles in downtown disney is closed Um, This cupcake franchise has temporarily closed their Disneyland shop. No word as to what caused the closure or when they will reopen. Sprinkles in Disney Springs remains open for business. Yeah, I don't know. I could imagine that slow business perhaps, but don't know for sure. Right. That store never looks busy in Disney Springs to me. Not in comparison to other places that serve desserts like Amaretts and now Gideon's Bakehouse. So I, mm-hmm. I am confused. I mean, because it's right in the center. You pass it on your way to like Deluxe Burger and Raglan Road and Morimoto. So you'd think that people coming to and from there might want a little dessert, even if it's just to take back to wherever they're staying. I would. Heck yeah. Cupcakes. Yeah. It's up my alley. So Tokyo Disney has resumed their ticket sales this past week. Um, last week, we told you that they had stopped their ticket sales due to the rising cases in COVID. And I know we had said uh, 60, but Joey went in to check on it and he said it was far more than 60 at the point that they made that decision. It had been 60 the week before. That's when they started to get nervous, which I guess maybe if we got nervous when we had 60 cases, we might not have as many as we do. So just trying to defend the Tokyo system. Um, they are now on sale through February 19th. And then tickets for the week of February 20th and 26th are going to go on sale January the 20th, which is the day that we air the show. Uh, There's going to be a roll-in on new sale dates for tickets, so they're only going to sell week to week for right now. Over 20 restaurants are closing in Tokyo Disney temporarily, also due to the rising cases of COVID, and the hours have been adjusted as well. So at least they're not shutting them out completely, but they are limiting quite a bit, actually. Yeah. That'd be hard to plan a trip. It has to be local people attending there. All right. <clears throat> and even that's got to be slightly difficult. Right. To just well, and plus, a lot of people can't travel to there, like out of, out of country. People cannot travel there just like they can't travel here. Right. Yet. Crazy. 
So Portillas is opening soon near Disney World. This is an incredibly popular Chicago-based chain. Is this the, um, are they famous for like the hot dogs? I think so. Okay. It didn't, it only gave me a little bit of information. I can look while you're talking. They're going to open their new location on March 2nd. The Portillas food truck will be in the area beginning tomorrow, January 21st. So you can get the food truck, but then they're also going to be open at an actual brick and mortar store as well. That's a good way to, um, what do you call it? Break it in. Yeah. Get people (laughs) people hooked. You are right. It is the hot dogs place. That's the famous place in Chicago. I've never been to Chicago, so I wouldn't know that. But yes, it's a famous hot dog place. Okay. And then Liberty Square Market will be closed for refurbishment. This is the fruit stand that sometimes sells baked potatoes, sometimes turkey legs, and other snacks. I've actually never seen them sell baked potatoes there, so I kind of laughed when I read that. I've only seen the turkey legs. Yeah, we've gotten turkey legs, but how random would that be to just like, I think I'm going to take a baked potato <laughs> that would be my child abby is all about the baked potato i thought so too i don't think in all the times i've been there i ever saw a baked potato being sold there but that was one of the things that they had listed so if you're used to getting your baked potato i'm like yeah i don't remember Sorry. getting it. don't remember that so disney spring restaurant deals Carolina's crafted italian and the paddlefish restaurant will be offering dining discounts during january and why can't they offer this during February, right? <laughs> Terralinas is offering a $15, how do you say that word? Charcuterie. Charcuterie boards starting January 20th for National Cheese Lovers Day. $12 dessert pizzas will be offered on Saturday, January 23rd for pi- for Pi Day. Free chocolate cake on January 27th for National Chocolate cake with the purchase of two and entrees paddlefish is celebrating national pie day and national chocolate cake day with half off of my favorite key lime pie for the purchase of an adult entree i thought it's funny though that they're offering the key lime pie on national chocolate cake day i know right <laughs> but i love key lime pie no theirs is amazing i yeah. have had it twice now Agreed. it is amazing well, they're also celebrating Pi Day. Right. So right. that's why. True. Yeah. So y'all, I don't know what they're putting in these cookies. <laughs> but it must be good because Gideon's Bakehouse had its grand opening this past Saturday, January 16th. The event ran until 11 p.m. In the middle of the afternoon, guests were told there was a 7 and a half hour virtual wait to get into the store. And I watched some videos. I know. And I saw that it was up to 11 hours. The Holy line cow. stretched into the parking decks. Oh my gosh. So crazy. So. Holy moly. Okay. So I'll keep going. <laughs> the socially distanced standby line was all the way past the Chicken Guy restaurant. And if you don't know the distance, that is crazy. If you don't remember, Gideon's is known for their half-pound cookies and homemade cakes. There are five standard cookies and five limited edition cookies for purchase, and there is a limit of six per person. Have you seen these cookies? Yes. They basically, they're like as big as my head. 
and they're just covered. They don't even look like cookies. Like if it was a if it was a chocolate chip, it would look like a mound of chocolate chips. Mm. Like you don't even see cookie. You At first, I was thinking it wouldn't be worth it wouldn't be worth the wait, but now it sounds worth the wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I don't know what they're putting in them, but something good. It's crazy though because this isn't even like holiday. It was bad when we were there, but it never got to a seven and a half hour virtual wait we heard cast members talking about how they wanted a cookie but they saw that it was two and a half hour wait and they were like yeah I guess I'm not getting a cookie I'll settle for something else so crazy how much are these cookies you, you know I think there's I want to say that there, I thought on a vlog and Sarah can correct me because she was watching a vlog too but I thought they were six dollars a piece they're big it's doing me bad to split with somebody yep holy look at cow that. Yeah, wow. and you're right. It doesn't look like a cookie because it's not flat. Yeah, it looks like a mound, almost like like a ball of cookie dough. Yeah, I'm wondering if the price is different at Disney because they have another location. Right, everything's Let's really see. secretive with them. We talked about that last week that they would open the door and let in the next person and then close it so nobody could get a glimpse into what was going on. Yeah, so I was watching a video and that's what they were doing and you got let in and it is very cool theming. Like I would want to go just to see the walls. It's very elaborate. But yes, yeah, so the cookies are $6 a piece. I thought that was right. And then cake slices, it looks like are $8 a piece. I think I and want a cake. They're huge. <laughs> I want I a have... piece of cake. I love cake. There's other things at different prices too, but. And is it, they're known for their peanut butter coffee, correct? That's the one. Peanut butter coffee? The peanut butter cold brew? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. have to try that. <laughs> that sounds delicious. It does sound delicious. That is $5. <laughs> All right, so I found a copycat recipe for that cookie. So I'm gonna give that a try. Okay. Let us know if it works. I mean, I haven't had the original, so. <laughs> so it's going to, it's going to taste amazing. I'll tell you good, though. <laughs> <laughs> so are you ready for completely insane hot dogs? You can order the King Dog at the West High Disney food truck. This is amazing, though. The Hot Diggity Dog. It is offered from 6 p.m. to close at night at Disney Springs. And to order the dog, you have to say hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Now, I would be singing it. Don't, don't you have sing to do it. it like Mickey Mouse Club? Yeah, that's that's what my mom always sang it to us. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. We sing it around here all the time. And so um, how cool is that? But you have to say that or sing it. And it gets you an all beef hot dog in a French toast battered and cereal crusted bun topped with spicy peanut butter spread and honey mustard chipotle preserves Ew. and pieces of billionaire <laughs> bacon. It actually looks really good. It, it does, does not sound good with the peanut butter. Not, I'm sorry. The description costs, sounds not good. It costs, <laughs> get this. It costs eleven seventy five, and you only have until uh, January 25th to get one. I thought that was interesting that it didn't get announced until this week and it's only good until next Monday. Peanut <laughs> butter. Run Ooh, on by I would and get have it. to taste it, but spicy peanut butter with honey mustard chipotle preserves. It sounds like something my kids would make. <laughs> you know, well, Andrew like had experiment in the kitchen. Andrew had a burger 
um, at this burger place in Myrtle Beach that um, it had peanut butter on it. It was a peanut butter banana burger, but he doesn't like peanut or bananas. I'm with him. So he just he just got it with the peanut butter, and he said it was really good. Well, peanut butter banana. That's like, isn't that like Elvis's sandwich? Or my banana. It's a fluff and butter. Was Elvis's sandwich? Okay. The uh, peanut butter and vanilla Anything with marshmallow a, fluff. Peanut butter and nanner sandwich. I eat those all the time. They're so good. So good. So there's also a mac and cheese truck, which is, that's like my love language right there. Yeah. Macaroni <laughs> and cheese. All right. Gets even better because it's not just mac and cheese, but it's deep fried mac and cheese fritters. It's right? amazing. Deep fried mac and cheese fritters at the mac and cheese truck. The Daily Poutine has introduced butter chicken poutine. It is French fries, tomato curry chicken, and paneer cheese. I don't, I don't know. That one's not. That one doesn't sound good to me, but I thought, you know, we have to make sure we share. Then we have a mac and cheese sandwich that can be found at Earl of Sandwich. It's a roast beef topped with mac and cheese and squished between white or wheat bread. I'm still going back to those. That's a lot of carbs. Mac and cheese fritters. <laughs> That's a lot of carbs. Yeah. So Amaritz has introduced a new WandaVision petite cake. This is a $20 cake designed to look like a retro TV with a picture from the show. They had two versions this week. One picture from the 50s and one from the 60s. It is made with a chocolate and vanilla chiffon cake with white chocolate and dark chocolate mousse, cookie crumbles, and chocolate pieces. Actually, that sounds really good. It did, but it's pretty small for $20. I was going to say, because I knew petites are small. Yeah. They were really $20. A no picture thanks. of it, it, I mean, it looks like a TV. It does. It's pretty Have crazy. Have you guys watched WandaVision yet? No, don't no spoilers, please. Yes. I haven't watched it yet either. I was just wondering if anybody had. I heard it was good. Did you agree, Sarah? Yes, I enjoyed it. We watched two episodes, but I think we were a little tired and we fell asleep during the second episode. I would not say that as a reflection on the show, (laughs) (laughs) but we will be watching it again, I think. Okay. The artist palette at Saratoga Springs has a new yummy sweet treat, a caramel blondie. It is huge and a bit dense, but it isn't too sweet. So if you aren't in the mood for chocolate and you just want something a little sweet, this would fill that need. Joffrey's Coffee is offering a hot or cold drink called Fairy Tale Love Latte through Valentine's Day. It is made with espresso, milk, and dark chocolate sauce, caramel, and coconut syrups. That sounds good. Yeah, yummy. The Valentine's Mickey and Minnie Dooney Burke is out. It includes a tote bag, satchel, and a wallet. Made me think of Chrissy Pagnotti wondering if... uh, She's going to get one of these. It can be found at Shop Disney and around Disney property. It features our favorite couple, Mickey and Minnie, with tiny red hearts and pink shadows of the castle, teacups, Mickey ears, and much more. It is very festive and cute for Valentine's Day. And then we also have a pair of mini ears that were spotted for Valentine's Day. The ruby red sequenced ears have sequenced white hearts for the dots. The adorable sequence white bow in the middle is made with two hearts connected at the point. 
They aren't at Disney yet, but you can find them at the Disney store if you have one near you. A cast member did say that they should have these ears at the parks very soon. They're super cute. A limited edition Valentine Magic Band is out. It features Simba and Nala on a purple background surrounded by hearts and the words, We Are One. On the opposite side, it says Happy Valentine's Day. As most limited edition Magic Bands, oh, there were only 2,000 made. I did see them. They are cute. They really are. If you're a Lion King fan, you need to get it. Mm-hmm. I got the Happily Ever After one. They're cute. At Animal Kingdom, a set of Cinderella Pandora charms were spotted this week. This set of three charms comes together for just $125. The charms are the carriage, a spindle of red thread, and a blue circular charm that mimics the motion when the fairy godmother turns Cinderella's rags into a beautiful ball gown. This is in celebration of the 70th anniversary of Cinderella. That's not a bad price for three of them. No, I don't think so, because most of them are $50 or more. Right. I was trying to how to decide that, because they didn't give a description of the third one, which was the one, but it's like when she takes her wand, you know what I'm talking about, and it swirls around. Yeah, and it looks like ribbons are going around. That's what that charm looks like. It looks like. And um, it's pretty cool. I, I love the carriage charm, but I think the other two, like you have to be a diehard fan uh, Cinderella fan because people will be like, oh, are you a sewer? Like, I don't think <laughs> most people would really get the charm without right. you explaining it to them. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I, I was surprised there was no slipper. Yeah, yeah. that would have been a good one, a slipper. They should just come I, I mean, regardless, ideas. if I would get it because I have a Pandora bracelet, I would honestly just want the carriage. The carriage would be perfect. Yeah. So then you can give one to one daughter and one to the other daughter. They don't have Pandora bracelets. I do. Chris got me one like, gosh, it was like 10 years ago. There's always their next birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Or into that stuff that Chrissy sells. The, oh, what is that? Origami Owl. Yeah, Origami Owl. I actually have mine on. The girls got me a Mickey one for my birthday. Yay. That's what I want. Well, thank you to Gina and Sarah for joining Stephanie and I this week to help us bring the magical news. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our Instagram page, Vicky, V-I-C-K-I-E, Black, underscore your story travel. And be sure to listen to Friday's show as Vicky and Betsy share part two of the Barnum trip report with Betsy's clients about their most recent trip to Disney World. If you're interested in receiving the Your Story Travel monthly newsletter, which is filled with resort reviews, packing tips, shopping tips, history, and much more, contact us at info at yourstorytravel.com or message us here at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com and Gina will make sure that you get a copy at the beginning of each month. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your years, the Mousecapades Podcast. Well, ladies, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends.
You see, it's just like I told you. Wishes can come true if you believe in them with all your heart. And the best part is you'll never run out of wishes. They're shining deep down inside of you. Because that, my friends, is where the magic lives. Wishes is Days. 